This is the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Intrepid Double Seven Podcast. Hope you are all doing well. Um, please forgive the audio quality of this particular episode because I'm actually recording this strangely in my car um, because I've just come from a, a rather different activity and this is something that has been kind of gaining popularity in the last couple of years, um, axe throwing. And when you think of axe throwing, you think of, you know, men in, um, you know, burly men in, in flannel shirts, you know, throwing these around and... And, you know, I kind of got that impression, too. It is kind of like a very um, adrenaline-driven and aggressive kind of activity. Um, but when I kind of thought about it, and when I kind of started talking to, to my buddy who suggested the activity, um, he says, oh, it's not just, you know, throwing um, axes. You know, we throw knives and we throw, you know, uh, saw blades and things like that. And that kind of, that kind of woken an idea, or it kind of started, um, you know, working in my mind, this is actually kind of Bond-like. This is a Bond skill. This is an essential Bond skill. This is this is knife-throwing, um, which, you know, we should continue consider as being a, 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 a Bond skill, because it shows up many times in the movies. Um, and also, so do, do buzzsaws. So, it was kind of this... Uh, aggression releasing um adrenaline kind of afternoon but it also kind of had a bond side to it and that's kind of what I, I i enjoyed about it um so basically it's it's a pretty simple thing you basically just rent a stall there's there's wooden targets uh basically just you know big planks of two by fours and two by sixes you know bolted onto the wall and you basically just fling things at it they're is a little bit of a technique to it. It isn't as easy as it sounds or looks. It does take a little bit of time for you to get used to it, but within about of an hour, I was able to... I started with the axe. Um, let's clarify that now. Uh, I started with the axe, and I started with kind of a, a smaller axe, like just like a hand-held kind of axe, no more than, uh, you know, 12 inches or so uh, for the handle. And that kind of is counterintuitive, um, because for me, as a... As a baseball player, um, if I'm throwing a ball and not just tossing the ball around, if I'm really you know pitching it with some force, um, you want to really throw it hard and you want to really put your weight into it. Whereas with throwing the axe, it was kind of the opposite. You kind of wanted to to lob it. You kind of wanted to have um, like a good overhand motion, but kind of more uh, limp wristed kind of motion to it, so it would just the weight of the head of the axe and the and the handle would, um, you know, allow it to, to spin and to, to hit the target. So that took a little bit of getting used to. So once we got the hang of that, we moved on to some, some larger axes um, for like a kind of double-handed overhead throw. That was a little difficult because you kind of feel like you want to put more force into it, but it's really the, the head of the axe doing the work. Um, it's almost the same concept as with golf, um, whereas golf, you're, you're kind of giving that, that downward action at the end 
to give it a little bit more spin, a little bit more force, but you're actually letting the head of the club do a lot of the work. Um, it's the same thing when you're hammering a nail. Um, it's really letting the weight do the work. Um, but like I said, it's a little counterintuitive. Next, we moved on to um, some other items to throw. So in total, we had uh, two different axes. Uh, we actually had nails um, that we were that we threw as well, and the nail was somewhat similar to uh, throwing a knife, but it was a lot more difficult. These were were pretty big nails. These were um, a little over a quarter inch, I would say, maybe three eighths of an inch thick and a good um, six to seven inches long. So throwing them with any kind of accuracy and trying to to nail those into a plank were was quite difficult. But it did prepare us uh, quite a bit for the for the knife throwing. Um, so you did kind of want to put more of a, a pitcher's motion through the through the nail and through the knife as well. But the knives the knives were actually pretty heavy. Um, they were a good thickness of steel. I don't know what gauge steel they were, but they were they were a good thickness of steel. They had a good weight to them. They they probably weighed um, a good couple ounces each. I'm not I'm not really good with with weight measurements for for metal, but um, they were hefty. Um, I, I would good I would say that they were they were they were pretty solid. So chucking these with any kind of accuracy was um, a little easier than with a nail. As a nail, you don't really have the aerodynamics, you don't really have the, um, the weight balance that you have with the knives. Uh, with the knives, it was really uh, a lot easier. And, I mean, throwing knives comes up so many times in the Bond films. Um, in From Russia With Love, the briefcase had a pair of throwing knives that were hidden in it. Um, throwing knives are part, an integral part of the GoldenEye video game. It's, it's part, if you've ever played multiplayer on the Nintendo 64 version of GoldenEye, you know that throwing knives were, were a big part of it. Uh, sometimes we would, for a laugh, we would play throwing knives only. So throwing a knife in Bond um, is quite important and is, is an integral part of the, the movie. Uh, the movies, George Lazenby, uh, there was a knife-throwing scene in Honor and Majesty's Secret Service, I believe when he's wearing the golf outfit. Um, there's that pose where he's on one knee and he's got the knife. Um, there's uh, throwing knives, I believe, in Die Another Day, if I'm not mistaken, but um, with Roger Moore, we see it as well in Octopussy. Uh, Mishka and Grishka are, are knife-throwers, so those were were integral parts of the movies. As much as we think that the guns um, are an integral part of the movies or, or those kind of weapons, I think the the these weapons were um, really an integral part of, of the movies that we kind of forget maybe. Um, so that was that was kind of fun to kind of replicate those moments and there's a few pictures I took as well of, of some of those poses. Um, very bond like um, so that was great fun, learning how to throw the knives and everything. Uh, I think that's a skill that once you've learned um, and with enough practice, you, you can be good at it. I would never do any of the kind of stunts you see people throwing knives do, but um, I'm confident enough to say that if I was to do it again, I'm, I'm able to throw a knife. Um, so that I do consider now, uh, after much reflection and debate inside my head, as being an essential bond skill because... 
it is not as simple as just throwing a knife. Um, there, there's, there's a, there's a little bit of a twist to it. There's a, there's a way to hold the knife. I found that you have to kind of find the balance of the knife, um, and, f and really the way you hold it made all the difference. Um, at first I was using my gloves, um, with the whole COVID-19 thing, we were, were kind of exchanging, uh, hardware. So I wanted to make sure that, um, starting to rain pretty hard here. Uh, I wanted to make sure that um, we're staying sanitary and things like that. And uh, the other reason was I didn't really want to cut up my hands too badly um, for one of the other portions of the of the evening, um, which I'll get to in just a moment. So I was wearing the gloves, and I found that the gloves that I was wearing, these are my Bobdale gloves that I wear, that are kind of my uh, Miltech kind of substitute. Um, I'm actually really debating whether or not I should buy the real Miltech gloves um, for my all-around glove. Because I, right now, the, the Bob Dale gloves that I wear, I, I use for gardening, I do for yard work. I was using them today just to protect my hands. I've used, you know, work gloves like that as well for, for um, you know, cheap batting gloves and baseball and things like that. Um, but I found with the gloves, um, I was really missing that, that bit of a touch. They were slipping a little bit. They, they weren't nearly really rubberized. I think with a rubberized glove or a latex kind of textured glove, it would have gone better. Um, but I felt like I wasn't gripping it enough. Maybe with a, this is kind of like a suede leather kind of protection on it, so it was a little slippy. I found that that was less of an advantage and, and was not really helping with the, with the knife throwing. So once you got a hang of it, barehanded, it worked a lot better. I and mean, once we sanitized everything and I went barehanded, uh, I found it was better. Getting the, the, the tip of the handle, um, so you get that rotation and that bite release. And again, there's a flick of the wrist involved, but it's not as much uh, involved as, as really the hurling motion uh, of a pitcher or, um, or say, in cricket or things like that. Uh, not cricket. Uh, cricket, am I thinking of? Cricket, yes. Not as, uh, as like bowling in cricket where you're really giving it. It's more of a, of a light release. Uh, then from there, we... Um, there was kind of the next step of the whole thing was um, this was the fun knee part and this was the fun part and this is kind of what clued me in as maybe this is kind of bond like this whole throwing thing um, the buzz saws or the saw blades uh, and buzz saws and saw blades come up a couple of times throughout the bond lore uh, in Goldfinger uh, there's a blade inside of um, inside of uh, Odd Jobs hat, so that blade-rimmed hat kind of was uh, was was interesting. That kind of made me think, of, well, I got an old saw blade, what if I put a hat on it, we could fling that around. Um, so as immature and childish as that sounds, uh, it was really kind of a bond moment that I want to recreate. Um, maybe we'll do another time, but it was, it was kind of, the way that it's set up with the targets is you can't throw horizontally, so it would not have made... Um, we would not have been able to do it, per se. Um, so what we moved on to next with the saw blades is you can throw them vertically. And this is where we kind of had the most fun. I think this was the most satisfying thing to throw because um, this was the one that would stick the most. And this is the one that you could really pitch and fling with some uh, strength, like an overhand pitch, and really just let it rip uh, to hit the board. So we kind of got into that, and saw blades and, and kind of saw-driven weapons do come up a couple of times in 
uh, Bond lore. Like I said, with Oddjob's hat, that being a blade in the brim, uh, then you have, um, well, Tomorrow Never Dies, you've got the ones that are suspended from the helicopter. Um, I believe it's an octopusy as well, or you've got that one on the yo-yo, the kind of uh, the flying guillotine um, weapon. Uh, wasn't it not Kamal Khan's henchman who had that? Um, so that's another kind of Bond part of it all. So that was, was really um, kind of fun. That was really the most fun because it would stick in there uh, and you can kind of throw them almost a little more precisely. It was a little easier to get them in the bullseye. Uh, they'd hit off each other and they'd spark and that was, kind of, that was kind of fun. It's a really great activity to get the rage and aggression out. I would imagine if you were to go and transition into purely throwing them throwing knives rather than throwing just um, axes and things like that and really transfer the whole experience to throwing knives, you can have a hell of a lot of fun with that. Um, so four essential bond skills, uh, one that I hadn't thought of, knife throwing, definitely one that you can learn, that you can learn easily, um, that's starting to get kind of accessible everywhere. And it's not that crazy to set up kind of this in your backyard if you had the room for it. Um, it really is just the same concept as a, um, it's really just a wooden target. Um, get yourself a couple of wooden boards and, uh, and, and some throwing knives. I've seen throwing knives on Amazon, uh, very close to the style that we see in Die Another Day with the holes in him uh, throughout the handle. Not too sure I'd want to start out with that because they seem like they're maybe a little technically a little more advanced because of the holes in them. They're probably weighted a little different. They're kind of uh, maybe a little more specific to um, once you get more used to it. But um, I think what my buddy was telling me that who, who introduced us to this whole process was he had had some knives made um, by a guy who has them laser cut and then sharpened. Uh, and the guy is working on making his own forge. Um, but he had was able to make five of these throwing knives for 50 bucks. So they're, I mean, I think that's fairly accessible for something that you're going to keep for a long time because, I mean, you really just sharpening them is, is just having like an angle grinder or a, or a table grinder to accessible uh, to, to get it. And they're, they're made of stainless. You're never going to really have an issue. And they're easy for cleanup. So I would say it's probably one of the most accessible essential bond skill. For the next couple episodes of Essential Bond Skills, um, I'm actually looking at having a few co-hosts uh, to give us a little more professional look at some of the next ones. Um, because as much as um, I have done some of these skills that I'm going to be talking about, or the skills that I think that need to be talked about, I think there is a certain level of expertise and a certain level of professionalism that can be gained from someone else's insight. Uh, so the next couple ones, I'm trying to line up some uh, guest hosts and some guests to, uh, to accentuate the experience. If you've got any suggestions for essential bond skills, please let me know through my Instagram or Facebook, the Intrepid 007, Intrepid 007 or Intrepid underscore 007. Um, and thank you very much for listening. Take care. And thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at 007 underscore Intrepid. The same for Facebook. And you can also find us on YouTube at the Intrepid 007. See you next time. Music by Incomptech. Copyright the Intrepid 007 podcast. <laughs>